The No Bullshit Podcast. A mommy-daughter moment, true and authentic, on how to enjoy life one step at a time. Because after all, c'est la vie. Welcome, everybody. It's episode three of your favorite mommy-daughter podcast. And like every weekend, about 275 miles away, is my beautiful Hello, mother. Hello, everyone. Hello, Hi, Mom. How are you? This is our first time talking this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. So before we get into it, little life well, update. Well, actually, the life update will bring about the conversation we're going to have and the sharing. Oh, gonna be. Yeah. oh really? So, All righty. Well, life update, right. I have COVID, so, right? It's very, it's very in fashion right now, actually. So I might sound a little stuffy, but I have COVID and I'm right. feeling good. So basically, we wanted to use this little event to talk about how to accept how life is. So basically, uh, just to give you a little bit of update. Um, so Lou was supposed to come over for the weekend. We had a lot of... Oh yeah, we promised you guys an episode. Right. So we together. had a lot of things planned. I was really looking forward to it. Uh, we had a little party here. Um, Lou was supposed to be here. All our friends wanted to see her. Um, we uh, we had planned to go shopping. Uh, she had planned to go play golf with her dad. I mean, we had all our weekend planned. And then uh, I think it was Thursday that you yeah you Thursday. felt not really good. I felt sick. Came home, f- found some at-home tests at Walgreens, took them, and they both came back dot-um, right. positive. So here we are now. So Sunday. basically, so Thursday when we found out that she was positive, um, I'm sure you can imagine how you know disappointing it was um, for me, for my husband, for our friends, for Lou, and so on. So that's when I, I kind of figured that maybe we should talk about that. The fact that a lot of times life doesn't really um, happen yeah, go the way, way you would like it to uh, to go. And in these, these situations, I feel like we have two types of reaction. Um, either we go against what life presents to us in the sense that, you know, I could have been like, bitching and say you know like uh, you know being sad and and crying or being upset and you know kind of playing my victim well you know it's always like that whenever we plan something it never happens it never goes as planned and so on and the second route is all right okay okay i get it so we had planned a lot of things it's not happening uh i am disappointed i am a little sad but hey, you know, there's so many other things that are going so well, and I'm so grateful that Lou is doing well, and I'm so grateful that we are going to see each other probably next weekend. And is it going to, you know, change everything during my weekend? No. I chose that it didn't change anything. <laughs> I hope not. No. We had a great time with our friends. We actually, uh, my husband went to play golf, and he had a great time. So it's not that we're we're missing her. I mean, that we are not missing her. It's just that we like, you know, for a few seconds, we were disappointed and and sad. And then that's when you have the choice. And that's that's kind of what I wanted to say today is that 
in every situation you have a choice of how you react to a given situation and what i wanted to share as well is that you know when you suffer it's when you want the reality to be different from what it is so i just wanted to give that I a small example because i think it's a great example of how frustrated you can be but it's your choice and your responsibility to decide how you're going to take the situation over to you no for sure i mean when i I was bummed when they came back positive because I was looking forward to going home because I had been working this week and all I wanted, we've, we had been talking about it for a while. And instead of being f frustrated about it, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to have myself a weekend by myself. I'm going to watch TV. I cooked. I baked. Um, I made the best of it. And I think... A big part of that comes in a bigger scheme of things is that letting go of control. Mm -hmm. I think that's a real, I love that sentence, letting go of control. I think, especially me, you can call me a control mm -hmm. freak. Like, we've, we've all been there. You, Mom, yeah. you've been there. But I used to be very much in control. I still am a little bit with certain things. But there's nothing more disappointing or sad to not have plans pan out the way you want to. But I f and then you got curveballs that get thrown at you, like mm -hmm. COVID, where you're not in control of that. You're not in control of what's going to happen. So instead of, like you said, kind of, putting all your energy into that, oh, I could have been there, or I could have done that, or blah, 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 blah. You put your energy towards something positive, like, oh, I'm going to be able to get ca caught up yep. on homework, or I'm going to be, I took time to do things I've never done before. I took time to catch up on my book. I baked cookies, which I never have the time to do. And did I have a better weekend than if I would have come over at home? Not necessarily. Well, the thing is but it was right. a good and weekend. The thing is, you know, it's not about, um, you know, would I have preferred that you came over for the weekend? Yes. But do I have control over the fact that you had COVID? No. So once again, you, I mean, you always have two choices, you know, in your head, it's like, okay, I have two routes. Either I, I, I go against what's happening right now and then I'm going to be frustrated and I'm going to have the same ideas and same you know frustration going over and over in my mind or i accept what's happening and that's very important because i think a lot of times people feel like accepting is just being okay with that and and kind of putting that under the the the, the carpet kind of the rug yeah like it. but that's i mean i don't think that's what you should do because that's kind of escaping the reality so it's more like okay well this is happening i and just embrace the emotions that you are feeling in that case you know when she called me and said okay i am i'm positive i cannot come to the weekend <laughs> for the weekend i was like all right i'm what what am i experiencing right now disappointment sadness to a certain extent uh frustration a little bit okay i i embrace that i i i you know acknowledge those emotions and then what do i do with that you know do i trans you know transform it kind of thing or do i stay with it mm -hmm. and it's going to pretty much ruin the ruin the, the rest of my weekend 
And that's when you have to kind of, you know, close your eyes, think about it and say, okay, what's next? And, and you know, sure enough, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make, you know, the best of it. And we obviously chat, you know, we FaceTime and everything. And we actually had a really good time. And I know next time we're going to see each other, it's going to be even, you know, better. So, you know, it's it's not so much about agreeing that it's okay what's happening. Because once again, if I had the choice between her coming home and, and her <laughs> not coming home, I would have preferred her to come home. But but uh, it, it's more like, okay, well, that's that's how it is. And we just go with it. And that's it, you know, and, uh, and, and not playing the victim. So is there a time in your life where you've had you you were confronted with a situation where you either had to do those two choices that you talked about earlier and you took the latter like you took the choice where you kind of got angry and and didn't really accept the choice can you think of anything Uh, i probably have like a ten thousand examples (laughs) <laughs> can you talk can you talk uh, about one of those yeah i mean you know like um for example uh, at my work um you know maybe one of my employees uh, you know say something that they disagree with a decision i've made um it, it has happened uh, and even recently that i would get upset uh because i i felt it was so unfair that it would feel like that because i felt that i did my best to make the best decision and and mm-hmm. and sure enough, you know, because I reacted with all my uh, you know history and values and so on that we did talk about last time, um, I, I I you know it, it it kept coming back in my mind. So for like maybe two days, I was like you know frustrated and thinking about it and and thinking, well, what should I you know what should I have done differently and why is it that they react like that and. And why, how come they can think like that? And you go on and on and on and on and on yeah. up until at one point you're like, okay, well, you know, now I have a choice again. Either I go on the whole week like that, you know, thinking about that, being frustrated, being upset and so on. And I kind of, it, you know, it, it takes all my in, good energy away. Uh, you know, from uh, from from what I'm supposed to do and and the good things, or I I make peace with it. I embrace the emotion. You know, in that case, the emotion was I felt it was really unfair that they reacted this way. I felt a little bit of um, guilt, probably, um, and maybe some you know uh, even anger to a certain extent. And then I'm like, okay, I embrace those emotions and I decide, I make my own choice and I decide that those ideas and those um, thoughts are not going to control me anymore. And, and, and that's when you liberate yourself from the negative minds, I'm going to say. Does that make sense? Lou? I th- yeah, I think nowadays, because, and you can say because of technology and the way like society has evolved, people are trained uh, like taught to just go fast 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 and like and you'll you'll see what I mean when I get to the end of it but like fast 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 like you have an attention span of seven seconds and that's about it and I think that people aren't when you have those situations that are out of your control and your plans Mm. change people don't necessarily sit down and ask themselves oh how is this making me feel and I feel like with your situation 
when it first happened, you kind of overlooked it and then it, it lingered for right. two days or a week, like you said. And then you took the time to be like, oh, okay, why is this doing this? Well, like, I feel like you have, once you have a situation like that, I think the the thing is to, you know when something bothers you and you know when something is gonna gonna kind of yeah. irk you. So you need to take the time and say, okay, how is this making me feel? React on the spot cry if you need to scream yell whatever yeah. do whatever and then right. go about but your day it's very for example, it's very important that you do acknowledge the emotions because if you don't you exactly. and if you're like no 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 you know it, it doesn't touch me you know i'm like i'm fine with it and everything then it's going to come back one way or another and it's going to be even stronger so that's when you and exactly. actually it's funny because the more you do that the less reaction you're gonna oh, yeah the less you know reaction you want to you, you will have when you have the same types of situation. You see what I mean? So the more you do and it, and the, the better you, you, you get you, you get, yeah. you get it. It's mm-hmm. like practice. You just practice figuring out your emotions. And I think that I have two perfect examples of when I did that and when I didn't do that. And like, so tell us, Lou, what are those two examples? <laughs> so like when I tested positive for COVID, mm-hmm. I was bummed. I was very bummed. I had going home on my calendar for weeks. I was excited. So what did I do? I took a shower and I sat down. I was like, all right, I'm sad that I can't go home. Why is this making me sad? Because X and Y reasons, blah, blah. Boom, done. Out of the way. Ten minutes. Situation where I didn't do that. I mean, there's probably a thousand and you can probably think of a thousand. Your birthday party. Mm -hmm. I don't don't remember if you remember this, but so... Mom celebrated her 50th birthday you this year. You didn't have to say my And age. we threw this. Am- I'm sorry. <laughs> we threw this amazing bash that I was in charge of, I would like to say. Because remember, she's um, a control freak. And it was. Yes. Yeah. I was, I was in charge of the 50th birthday party. The control freak was. Hey, you, you gave me probably a week to plan that thing and we had a live band we had a dj oh my god it was a bash for the ages so i remember everything was set everything was ready like the decoration was all nice like lights were up tablecloth were on the table everything and the caterer comes and i don't know if you remember this but the caterer like started putting all his Mm -hmm. stuff on the tables that I had made and started saying, oh, oh yeah, we're going to need these tables, these tables, blah, blah. And I walked out because I had gone up to get ready and I walked downstairs and I see glasses all over these tables that are made for people to eat. And I just remember feeling pure like anger towards this person. And I could not and I didn't take the time to, like, understand why I was making me angry. It was only, and, like, And afterwards. also take the time to realize that, really, Lou, is it that important that they put glasses on that table? Exactly. Yeah, because I didn't I take mean, the time. It was like, all right, you're right. on to another thing now. It's like, you're yeah. angry. Okay, next. But I didn't take the time. So, like, the, that whole evening, like, it, I had a great time. It didn't ruin the party for me. But, like, it didn't start off right. as a great evening because of that one situation. Like, 
seriously, Lou, like yeah, glasses on the really table. Yeah, it's really not the like, end of know? the world. And, so, and I think it's it's really like a, almost like a two-step process. You know, you have the situation that makes you, that triggers you. Uh, what you know next you you embrace the emotion you I mean you first you recognize the emotions that means that you need to be able to really observe what's going on in inside of you 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 embrace the emotions and then maybe you need an extra step which would be well is it really that you know uh, that big of a deal is it really that important that you know that person said that or that person did that and, and really I would say that 99.9% of the time, it's really not important. Uh, you know, it's nothing, you know, you, your life is not in danger. Um, you know, it's not going to change the, the, your whole life or whatever. And I think putting everything in perspective does help. But you have to, like you said, you really have to take those five minutes or, you know, even 10 seconds because otherwise you keep reacting and you, you, you spend your day reacting to everything. And, and, and that, that's, yeah. you know, really the idea is that when you go to sleep, you have peace of mind. But if you have like, uh, you know, 20 events during the day that triggered you, that means that it's going to be really difficult to fall to fall asleep because you're gonna you're not gonna have peace of yeah. mind. You're gonna be thinking of that person who put the glasses there, that person who didn't talk to you very nicely at uh, at the grocery store, uh, your husband who said that and you you didn't agree, your child who did that stupid mistake, or blah 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 blah. blah. Mm -hmm. And you know it's gonna be hard to find you know peace when you when you go to sleep. So really, the idea is that yes, you can react. Yes, we all have values and and wounds and and things that make us react, and it's okay because you have to listen to your emotions you have to cry when you're sad you have to you know uh, scream when you're when you're uh, um, you know upset and, and so on but then you have to kind of transform that into something uh, more powerful and the beauty of it is once again is that the more you do that the less you react and the less you react the more at peace you are and the more at peace you are the more free you, you you're going to feel and happy overall and i think there's this misconception that being a control freak is bad but i think <laughs> in my opinion you can be control you can be a control freak and you can be a controlled control freak if you know when to react and how to react like you can you can totally like i'm still a control freak but i know when it's time to react and i know how to you just got to learn how to react to certain things. And again, by taking the time to understand why it's making you mm -hmm. react and why you're that way and just crying or yelling or doing whatever. And I think that's that's just the best way to do it because there's things that are going to are going to annoy you or that and are going to be out of your control yeah. that but it's also it's also that are with gonna... people i mean remember like we always talk about respect um because the more yeah. you know if you react like for example the glasses i mean you know fortunately and i, I would have been really upset if you had done that you didn't say anyone to uh, to to the person who did that to you didn't say anything but you know, a lot of the reactions sometimes can be very dis disrespectful and, and then you feel guilty because mm -hmm. you yelled at someone and so on. So sometimes it's better to step aside, you, you know, like make a big scream and then uh, you feel better afterwards and, mm -hmm. and, and that's it. But the thing is, you know, a lot of times when people react, they tend to, um, you know, say things that they regret la later. Um, so it's not only for your own sanity, but oh, serenity, sanity, I don't know how you... 
yeah, yeah. No, no serenity and i think the i actually i i was besides covid because that's kind of like something that's out of your control like you can't really do anything about it but there was a situation like that actually a couple a week ago with uh some of the people mm-hmm. i work with um we had a meeting and i want your opinion on this i don't think i told you but so we had a meeting scheduled for mm-hmm. 4.30. So I ended work early to make sure I was going to get to this meeting. We all agreed on 4.30. Like it had been set for weeks and weeks. We all agreed on the location. We were going to meet at my apartment. And, and this is where it kind of social media plays a little part in this. At 4.20 or 4.25, I get a Snapchat from one of the person I was, persons I was mm-hmm. meeting with, and they hadn't left their mm-hmm. house yet. Me knowing that they live 15 minutes f- from my place. So mm-hmm. do the math, right? You're like, okay. So my first reaction, oh, <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> I was so mad. And the first thing I wanted to do, the first thing I wanted to do was mm-hmm. send a text and be like, yeah. what is this? Why are you overreact? Not, not overreacting, but like, this right. is so disrespectful. Why are you still home? Like all this stuff. So first of all, there's many wrong things with that. One is overreacting. Two, you're basically stalking them. Um, and then I kind of waited in my apartment. Mm-hmm. I kind of walked around, did my thing. They didn't show up until 4.50. Mm-hmm. That's a whole 20 minutes late. So I decided to start the meeting because I was spearheading the meeting. I decided to start the meeting with the word punctuality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So within that 20 minutes where I was alone by myself, I asked myself, I was like, okay, why am I overreacting? Why is this make, making me feel so mad? And this is what I told them. I was like, do you guys all know what the word punctuality means? And some of them said yes, some of them said no. And so I explained to them what the word meant. And I told them, I was like, listen, you all are my friends. I'm a very nice person. I'm very chill. Um, but when you show up 20 minutes late and you don't text me that you're going to be late or I have, I don't hear from you guys or where you are, it makes me feel like you don't respect my Mm -hmm. time. Therefore, you don't respect me as a person. And they just sat there and listened. And one of the kids, one of the persons, uh, that was there is someone who's very vocal about how he feels and very, and he, this was the first time he was completely mm-hmm. silent. And I think by doing this exercise of sitting down, analyzing what it was doing to me, how it was making me feel and then passing mm-hmm. it along and telling them, Hey guys, like this is how it's making me feel. I think it was really good because it kind of like, they were well, like, you- yeah. Oh my God, like Lou, we don't want to, like, by right. no means, and we don't want to disrespect you. That you was know never why it's so powerful what you've done. 
is because if you had told them, well, you, you should never be late at a meeting, uh, you should always you know, look at the time before you or plan your, your schedule or whatever, then they could argue back, you know, well, uh, you know, uh, it's okay to be five minutes late for a meeting, you know, it's okay to do that. And then you could have gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth without solving anything. However, exactly. in your situation, uh, because you shared how you felt, no one can tell you that how you felt was wrong. Argue. No yes, one can exactly. argue with how I no feel one or are, how people exactly. are making me feel. And, so, and, and it's kind of um, being humble and saying, you know, that's how it made me feel. And, and you know, we all know that they, they didn't do it on purpose anyway, but, but probably no, they no. didn't realize that it was important to you. So I think that's a great example that, you know, whenever you, you feel like you're going to react, it's okay to say something, but yeah, like you said, you know, like say the way it, make you, it makes you feel instead of trying to be, um, you know, like judgmental or, or trying to tell people how it should be, how they should live their life or how they should organize their schedule and everything because, you know, everybody's different. So, you know, maybe in yeah. one of these person is always late and it's okay. She has the, all the right to be always late, but she'll know that, well, you know, when I'm late, this is how it makes Lou feel. And I don't want her to feel like that. Exactly. And maybe like the 90 other people that she uh, that she's late with or her or he's late with, maybe they don't care. So and it's okay. They're they're you know, it's okay that they don't care and it's okay that that person is, is always late. But for you, it's going to, you know, sh that person will remember that it's important to you and because it makes you feel like you're not being respected and so on. And so I think it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a good example how you, um, you know, don't give orders to people. Don't tell them what, how they should. No, do. you can't control no, people. But and I think, and I think it marked them that I said that. Because after they ca they've they've brought it up mm -hmm. to me a couple times, yeah, so I think I think it's a good way to kind of right. recap. Just yeah, so I, I think we sure. wanted to use that little uh, thing that we lived. Uh, I mean, that we experienced last weekend um, as to okay, well, life is really never never the way you want it to be for sure. I mean, we could give you like tons of examples. Uh, so. You know, once again, you have. It's almost like you have two two routes in your head. It's like either I take the route where I'm going to be, uh, you know, resisting it and being upset and so on. But that's going to linger and it's going to really um, have a, a big impact on your peace of mind. Or I embrace the emotion. I um, I I accept. You know, well, I I don't need to agree again. You don't need to agree with with you know, the thing that you, that's happening, but you accept what, what it is. And, uh, and you tell yourself, you know, is it really that bad? Is it really that important? Is it really the end of the world? Is it going to mm -hmm. be like, you know, uh, changing my life forever? Probably not. And in that case, you move forward and you go to a bed and you, you start to focus on, on the good things that, that are going to happen and kind of transform it. So I think that's kind of the, I think, the, yeah, that's, I, that's very wise. I think, and again, I like make it simple for people. If you're ever put in a situation where you it's out of your control or change your plans or it's frustrating you, just instead of overreacting, take five minutes and say, okay, one, what is this making me feel? Anger, sadness, 
jealousy, frustration, okay? Now that I identified how it's making me feel, step number two, why is it making me feel like that? That's exactly what I just said, Lou. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm putting it in steps. Steps. We got young people listening. They need like bullet points. Bullet points. And, and all the moms, right. the moms can go with the little fancy words. The kids got to go with the bullets. Is, you know, we also so. have to make sure that that everyone understands that it's really not easy. And, you know, out of uh, the whole, you know, over a whole week, for example, you know, it's okay if you react, you know, 99% of the time and 1% you're going to be able to, you know, kind of rethink the situation. You know, it's because it's so hard. There's so many triggers around us. So it's, you know, we also have to forgive mm -hmm. ourselves when we do react because, you know, it's not the end of the world. You just learn and you react. And then a few hours later, you kind of observe what happened and you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, I, I kind of took the wrong route, but that's okay. You know, that's how you learn and you're going to keep making mistakes. And even though, you know, for example, I've been trying to do that for the past you know, four or five years, I still, like I said, you know, I still react, uh, you know, uh, frequently, <laughs> but less and less and less and less, which is the beauty of it. So that Amen. was our little I think share. there's some good closing words, mama. <laughs> All right. Well. We are signing off for this week. Um, this week was our COVID week. I think we'll name it COVID-19 right. episode. No, I'm kidding. But again, every Sunday, well, yeah, every Sunday, every week, your No Bullshit podcast is here with Lou and Celine. Whoa, that was <laughs> powerful. Poetry. <laughs> all right, guys. See you next time. We, we will all see you next week for episode number four. Alrighty, everybody. Have a great night. Bye. <laughs>